Tia from the blog Bodacious and Unapologetic. And this will be my first episode. And I'm glad that I'm doing it with this woman because we have been best friends since we were teenagers. And um, she's an amazing woman. And this episode is about motherhood. And I wanted to interview her to share her journey to motherhood. And, you know, her kids are grown now. And I, I just wanted her to give her, her journey um, because I've, I've met women that are our age and younger that they didn't have such a pleasant uh, journey in motherhood and even, you know, with their own mothers. So um, she is very loving and nurturing and it's something that I haven't always seen in my journey in life. So I, I, it was very important that I interview her. And her name is Regina. Say hello to my audience, Miss Regina. Hello, hello, hello. hello. <laughs> and thanks for having me. <laughs> you're welcome. You're welcome. Um, uh, I wanted to share with the audience. Um, we grew up in Brooklyn, New York. Um, you know, we always say Brooklyn is, although it's a borough, but it's everyone all over the world know Brooklyn. You know, um, and what we, I think we call it their own, its own state. Is, is that what we named it? Like Brooklyn is. It's the, it's the, the, it's the uh, fifth largest city, we call it. Yes, the fifth largest city. You know, um, now the neighborhood that we grew up in is Coney Island, Brooklyn. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, everybody knows Coney Island for the amusement park, the boardwalk. But we, we had a special childhood there. You know, we both were not originally from Coney Island. You, you know, you grew up in another part of Brooklyn. I grew up in Harlem and, you know, we moved to Coney Island in 1980. And, um, you know, I, it, I, I realized it very early that it was a very unique neighborhood because um, it, it wasn't as large as some other neighborhoods in Brooklyn were. Right. And, um, you, you know, it was, everyone knew everyone. Everyone yeah. knew, you, you knew someone on every block. And um, so we had a very unique, uh, you know, childhood growing up. I also want my audience to know that you're more than just a mother. Um, you are a program director for an after-school program. Um, you have your bachelor's and master's. So that was, you know, very important. Um, you know, uh, I want my audience to know. So you are coming to this interview, you know, um, with not only um, life experience, but you know, you you have some certification, you know, um, and you work with children because you love them. Right. So um, I want to begin with um, our childhood growing up in Coney Island and. Um, what was your thought when, you know, your mom said that, okay, we're leaving this neighborhood that you grew up in and we're moving to Coney Island when she told you and your siblings? So first, let me say, um, moving to Coney Island, uh, the first take was the ride. Yes. <laughs> we <laughs> never, you know, knew there was a neighborhood, yes. um, the next thing was there was this excitement for me um, okay. because, you know, I was born and raised in East New York 
Yes. And um, living in homes all the time. We never lived in the building, you know? Yes, yes, and yes, yes. It was, all, it was like, yay, we got, you know, an, an inspirator. We don't, you know, have to yes. take the trash to to the uh, curb, you know? Yes, um, yes, yes. We, got, yes. we can ride up and down the elevator, you know, those kinds of yes. things. I didn't realize at the time that... Um, the projects was sort of kind of looked down on, you know, for yeah. uh, for me, it yes. was excitement. Yes. And okay. um, so, and, and when we got there, we moved into the building and the building was like a family from the very beginning, you know? Yes. Um, yes. We never felt like, oh, we're new. You know, it's like yes. you get to know people, you, you guys go to the same school, you come home, you hang out on the same block, you know? Yes. And you yeah. share and you share things. So yeah, um, the building quickly became a, a, a family for us. Yeah. And that yeah. was important, you know, for my mom, because yeah. you talked about, um, you know, nurturing and, and, yeah. and family. And, yeah. and I came from a very nurturing family. I came from um, a really, really large family. And we didn't yeah. really have friends outside of that, you know? Okay. Um, I apologize to my audience. I, I forgot to give you a family um, demographics. Um, you are one of six yes. siblings and you are uh, second to the youngest. You're next to the youngest. Yes, and, I am. And I'm the oldest of three, you mm -hmm. know? Oh, it was, you know, coming to your house, I had older, you know, older sister and older brother. Right. You know, so I, that I uh, appreciate, but, but go ahead, you know. Continue. Yeah. So yeah, my mom and dad had six children and, um, yes. you know, but they raised a lot more. Right. Yes. So, yes, she did. Yes, she did. Um, and my mom. Right. So on my maternal's um, side, my mom um, had her mom and her dad, and she also had step parents, you know? Okay, yeah. okay, so my okay. grandfather had remarried. And so I okay. had a new grandmother and my and her mom remarried. So I had mm. another grandfather on that side. And okay, so okay. we spent a lot of time there. My mom's mother and stepfather lived in New Jersey. Um, yes. They they went on to have four more children outside of my mom and her aunt. So there were six wow. there, and then my grandfather went on to have more children with his wife. Um, wow. wow. Yeah. So and we were always at their homes. There wasn't, yes. or they were at our homes. There yes. was never really a time for friends until we moved to okay. Coney Island. Okay, because mm -hmm. your friends were your. Your first cousins, second, third cousins, you you know. Exactly. And so, okay. right. And so in my family, and you mentioned that I'm the youngest, um, the second to the youngest, from my older brother to my youngest sister is 10 years. Yes. So there was okay. a gap, okay. <laughs> right? So my older yes. brother and my oldest sister, there was a gap between us. And okay. so their friends were, their, were our first cousins. Okay. You know? Okay. okay. Um, their okay. friend was my mom's youngest sister. Okay. You know what wow. I'm saying? Wow. And so, and then my other, my mom's sisters, when they had kids, their kids were our friends. 
Okay, okay, so okay. We didn't really okay. have friends until we moved to Coney Island because it was always our family. And okay. then on my dad's side, you know, I had my grandmother. I didn't really know um, my grandfather on my dad's side. Okay, um, okay. But okay. I had these two grandparents and I had these three grandmothers. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. And, so and we spent a lot of time there. So, um. Yeah. We didn't really have friends there. When you say nurturing um, and loving, I want to say that it was there. But, you know, growing up for us, children were seen and not heard. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, um, that was our generation. Yes. Right. In our generation, children were seen and not heard. So what I realize now is though we didn't talk, we listened. We learned a lot. (laughs) Yes, that's. I would agree with you. I would agree with you. We, we yeah. learned a lot more than we should have. Yeah. We couldn't say anything, you know? Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. I, I, I would I would agree. I, I would definitely agree. Um, my memory of your mom um, growing up and, and visiting your home, I um, it was it was a, a open door, but it was a loving open door, um, mm-hmm. you know, because at any time in our friendship, whether when we were teenagers or young women, um, she took in people that needed a place to stay. Right. You know, um, I remember your your godfather, um, Michael, mm-hmm. and it's so funny. You know, he used to call us um, Miss Kitty. Kitty Carlin. Yeah. <laughs> He used to call us Miss Kitty, and I found out later on that she was a socialite. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, wow, you know how fitting that was for us to, you know, right. like he called something, you know, because he just didn't call anybody that. He called us to that. So how right. you know, fitting he, you know, nicknamed us that. But, and, and, um, and you know where that came from, right? Because we were always going out. And, yes. and it didn't come. And although, you know, it was loving and it, it was affectionate, it didn't come lightly. Right. And yes. being social, like, remember, he used to always say, be ladies, you know? Yes. You, yes. Yes, he did. you don't yes. go out wearing that, you know, change yes. that. This, you know? Yes. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. It always came with instruction. And yes. I don't know if you remember that, you know, Early on in in my younger teenage years, mom worked a lot, so that Michael was there, right? He was yes, sort of, yes, yes, <laughs> yes, yes. And, and he did. He and was the Mr. Mom, you know. Yes, yes, yes. He and he did, and he did it well. He did it well. He did it well. Right. No. Yeah. Yeah. And and and, so, and that's what that was, right? And yes, so even yes. though. You know, mom's mom's love, her reach, her yes. uh, her teachings was always there, even when she wasn't. Yes, and yes, she always yes, made sure that when she wasn't, there was somebody with those same ideals or moral yes. compass Absolutely. to impart Absolutely. what it is that she wanted. And you know, um, the, it's 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 good that you. You, you know, you touched on that because you said that she, even though when she wasn't there, she made sure someone who shared the same moral 
values that she had to watch over her babies, to watch mm-hmm. over her children. Mm-hmm. You know, even even though she let, you know, people stay, she, you know, she she, you know, she chose wisely right. who could stay. You right. know, um, and, and I didn't always see that, you know, you know, going out into the world. So it was very important, you know, that that I do this interview with you. Very, very important. You know, I, I you know, I, I mean, no one's perfect, but it was it. she was, you, you know, your mom and you and your siblings were great, great to me and great to, you know, to everyone else. And, you know, because I know, you know. Listen, me and you both know Iyala Van Zandt. Her show mm-hmm. is wonderful. I'm sad that it's going on. But just watching that show, you see some family dynamic. Right. And we did and we did not have that. We did not we, have we that. didn't we didn't have it. We we didn't have it on display because you know my yeah. family history, yeah. right? Yeah. And you know about my brother's addiction, right? Yeah. And you know about my sister's early marriage and you know having you know kids um early. Yeah. And yeah. you know about you know the, my brother on his way to becoming a fierce basketball player and got yeah. you know derailed by you know women <laughs> yes yes absolutely. So, absolutely and you and you know you know my my cousin who my mom raised as my brother and you know yes. and all of the karate in the navy and the girls yes. in a career yes. college um yes. Yes. you know all of those things but and you also know those nuances that we went yes. through, right? You also were there when my brother became um addicted and he was stealing yes. from us and doing crazy yes. things. But yes. you were also there to see my mother nurture him and love him yes. even still, right? She never, she never gave up on him. No, no, gave, absolutely not. And, and none of us. But I said I'm, all of that to say, yes. although we all were were raised with you know, that same yeah. family, that yeah. same niche, you know, yeah. with all those same morals and values, we were all individuals and we all went through some things, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, in, in, in some dysfunction, right? Okay. And I say that to say because even when I spoke about my grandparents, you know, yeah. in doing that, uh, some people will look at it as dysfunction, but it was functionally dysfunctional for us, right? Okay. Okay. They, okay. They and so, what they call now um, co-parenting or blended yes. families, yes. we did. <laughs> okay. Yes. 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 You know. Yes. And even yes. with my dad, I think you only got to meet my dad one time before he passed away. Yes. Um, yes. But you know, he was a Rolling Stone, and he had these kids outside of my him and my mom and they okay. would be planted firmly at our dinner table too <laughs> wow well I mean what an amazing woman your your mom was Miss Mildred Nana everyone yeah. Nana Miss or Miss Mildred and know. my dad would say stuff like your sisters and brothers is coming for the summer and it's like who <laughs> you know there will be some conversation with my mom and mm-hmm. Next thing you know, they're there. And the same yeah. thing with my cousins, like so-and-so was coming for the summer. And it's like, why? <laughs> but here's the thing though. We could yeah. never go anyplace that we couldn't go over there and stay okay. no. Okay, but they came over to your 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 half sibling. 
Okay. Okay. Yes. Um, yes. All of them. Wow. All, All of them. Wow. You, and um, you know them to the day. You guys, when you come to family meetings, you see them. Wow. Thank look at there. that. Look at look at that. Let let me ask you this. You know, you you're one of six siblings. Um, did your mom? Did she did she make time for each one of you? Like she had her own time that she spent with each you know child alone. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. If you ask my siblings right now, you know, you know, they there's always some conversation about who was the favorite and who did what, and okay. I think that. Um, and I only learned this after having children myself. And I, okay. you know, when I look back on it, you know, you you understand that those kids who need more get yes. more when that yes. parent Absolutely. is in tune, right? Absolutely. And Absolutely. I was one of those children that didn't need more. I didn't okay. need because it was yes. too many people in the house all the time, and there was no space and place for yes. me. You know, okay. no, I get it. I get it. I get it. I and get in it. my mind, the less attention they paid to me, the more attention I could pay to them. And I would learn some things, you know. Okay. Well, um, 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 what do you mean by that? You know, elaborate on that. So like I was explaining before that my cousins who are, you know, 10, 12 years older than us, they spent a lot of time with my older brother and sister. Okay. Um, and so at that point, they were already dating, you know, okay. Already, <laughs> okay. you know, doing things that, you know, you, you know, you shouldn't be thinking of that, you know, eight, 10 yeah. years old. So Absolutely. they were already doing that because they were already, you know, 17, 18, 19 years old, you know? Yeah. Yes. And, yes. Um, you get to hear those things that they were talking about, you know? Okay. Um, okay. Okay. You get to see them sneaking in the house and telling you to be quiet, you know? Okay. Okay. And, and, and I learned early on that, one, I was not going to be that person sneaking in and out for no boy, you know? Because okay. okay. my, my sisters and my uh, my aunts and them used to get into big trouble, and I didn't think that it was going to be worth it, you know? Yeah. No, I get it. Yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. Right. And then, you know... You get exposed to a lot of things. I remember, I'm not sure even, I might have been nine or ten. Okay. And my older, my brothers were charged with taking us to the movies because that was something okay. my family did often. You know, okay. we would go out to the Chinese, you know, dinner when you can sit in a restaurant and eat and go to a movie. Okay. And these dudes took us to see Animal House. Oh, that was a rated all movie, wasn't it? They wore us to secrecy. <laughs> and, you know, said that we would get all kinds of beat up if we told. Oh, wow. <laughs> but I told. I and told. you told. Okay. okay. And I got beat up, but the point was <laughs> <laughs> they were exposing me and I made up early in my mind that I knew what I was and what I yes. was not going right. to do. Okay, I get it. 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 I, I was reading Donald Goins at 10. Okay, yes. You know I get what? it. I get it. I was I reading it. about the devil in the blue dress at 10 because this 10. is what they were reading. 
what they were reading. I get it. I, I definitely you know, I, I knew about the hustlers in 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 it, but yeah. I already knew. And being exposed to that, I knew I wanted no parts of it, not none. Yeah. Yes, you know, I get it. I didn't want to do. Any, I didn't want to have anything to do with those things. Okay, I get it. I definitely get it. I definitely, I definitely get that. I definitely get it. Yeah, I get it. Um, tell me. What are some things that you learned from your late mother, Miss um, Mildred, that, um, you know, that you took into, you know, being a mother yourself? Because we'll get to that, your journey to motherhood. But, you know, what, what are some things that you learned from, from her? I learned, um, I think, first and foremost, that, he, like, enough is always going to be enough, you know, and I say that to say, you know, if I want to be spiritual or religious, you know, the parable about Jesus in the five loaves and he fed, you know, uh, three loaves and five fish and he fed 5,000 people, you know, we we always thought like we just had enough for us, but yes, Mom would feed everybody, you know, yes, it's like we're about yes, to sit down at dinner. And you remember when we first started hanging out, we were still eating at sitting down at the table to eat yes, <laughs> dinner. Yes, you yes. know, you would have to sit down to eat at the dinner table and we would be laughing and joking things. And it would yes. be sometimes like you would have your favorite meal and it's like, I love Tia or whoever it is, you know, yes, but tell yes. me come back after dinner because I want more, yes. you know. And no, I get it. always enough. And it was always enough, Tia. It was yeah, always yeah. more than enough. You know, so we we never really had an abundance, but it was always enough. Always. And it wasn't okay. just enough for us. It was enough for anybody that came through that door. Um, yeah. Yes, it was. Yes. I, I agree with you on that. I, I've I've sat there and, and had, you know, um, breakfast, you know, came through and you were having dinner. So, yeah, I, I definitely agree with you on that. There was always right. enough. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was always enough. And um, the other thing was, you know, we we as people, you know, we take ourselves too seriously you know and mom was never like that you know she was your situation very seriously she took that very seriously you know but she never really took um any situation for herself and she loved us that way right and she would say stuff like you know why does it matter Right. Oh, you know, they wouldn't let me on the basketball team because they said X, Y, and Z. Why does it matter what they said? Yeah. Yeah. How do you feel about it? What do you want to do? Right. Yeah. Because nobody has the power to stop you from doing anything that you want to do. Yeah. You're absolutely right. She was like that. She was was like that. Right. So and here's the caveat to that. Yes. I never got that speech. You wow. know, 
I would hear her tell my brothers that, you know, because they played all kinds of sports. I would hear them, her tell my sisters, you know, that or anybody else she had to share that wisdom with. And I never got that speech, you know, and I never got that speech because nobody really couldn't tell me what I did. Okay. Yes. And that that was the part in 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 that's from the beginning when I told you children were seen and not heard and I took the initiative to listen yes yes <laughs> no I get it I get it I definitely get it you know um, I took the initiative yes. to listen yeah. folks was what were speaking and I learned a lot you know yeah. even from yeah. those experiences that my older siblings they exposed us to I learned yeah. a lot so I right. knew already how I was gonna move and it wasn't yeah. gonna move I wasn't gonna move like that yeah you know and, and my and myself I always um, like being around my elders because I learned something too. You learned something. Yeah, I, I like the way. And too many times, you know, and yes. like I said, it was a blessing and a curse for us growing up when we had to be seen and not heard. Absolutely. Because if we were really paying attention, that was our training ground. Yes, yes, that's right. You're absolutely right. Um, I want to start discussing you know your journey to motherhood but before we do that I you know as I you know as I'm you know saying here on the episode that you know I am the oldest of three and you know I'm you know at one point you had two parents in the household and then your mom was a a single parent and then she remarried you know later Mm -hmm. on when you all Mm -hmm. were young adults um my mom was a you know single mom and know my relationship with my mom um it had always been you know um rocky now you know we never missed a christmas or birthday um you know you know holidays we spent you know with um our grandparents and you know cousins you know in westchester and harlem um but you know as i was getting older you know it it was strange but you you know um my, you know, um, it, it, I say that is to say it affected me and, and wanting to be a mother because I wanted to do things. And, you know, I'm, I'm not a mom, but you are. And, um, I, you know, I want you to, you know, share with me. I mean, I know, but my audience doesn't know, you know, about your journey. Um, you're a mom of two. And, you know, I just wanted to know, what were your thoughts about motherhood? You you know, uh, did you always know you wanted to be a mother? That's, yeah, that's yeah. my first question. No. And you know, I'm okay. sorry for the background. No. And you know this story. Um, and I think that it, it started because we um, had nieces and nephews while we were young. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. Right. Remember, we were, we were, we were. I think I was going into high school when my first niece was born. Yeah. Yeah, I was going into high school when my first niece was born, and okay. um, and um, as a matter of fact, that's not true. We weren't even in Coney Island when my first niece was born by my older brother and the girl that 
he impregnated, parents picked up and moved because I guess because of the shame, because they were young. Okay. Um, okay. And so, but when my when my sister's daughter was born, I was just going into high school. As yeah. a matter of fact, I had just got into high school because she was born in October. I had just got into high school that September. Okay. And they lived in the house with us, and you know they were there, and we played a major role, like you know yeah. families do. Yes. And yes. Then a year later, my nephew was born, so he was there now. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know. And then yeah. another nephew was born. So they were all there and kids yes. were there. And yes. so throughout our teenage years, those kids were there. And, you yes. know, we babysit them. We took them out to parks. We took them to the amusement park, you yes. know. And I was working and I bought them clothes. And, you know, I took yes. them everywhere with me and sort of kind of yes. like a surrogate mother. Yes. Um, yes. And then after all of them started to, kids went on and, you know, I had, yes you know, this fondness, this closeness with all my nieces and nephews. Um, At this point, I'm thinking I really don't need kids or want kids. (laughs) Um, And and I don't think it was just because of them. I think it was because of the life that I was living. Like, you know, I was really into dancing. Yeah, we were. were. Really into fashion. And that was the goal. Like, wasn't yes. nothing like we doing shows, we out in clubs, we partying, we sneaking on video sets and, you yeah. know, trying to get noticed and seen. Um, and, you know, I was working, trying to keep up with the dance world and get by all of these fashions and going to school yes. and, you know, doing all of those things. So, you know, having a kid wasn't really on my mind at that time. Um, yes. It was just about the art of dancing and going new places and meeting new people and you know um yes. and all the craziness that we did like getting locked in the bathroom yes. after those <laughs> performance because yes yes you know? yes, yes. Um, almost getting locked in in the in the club so it's like yeah that we we the rooftop Yes, yes, yeah. We almost got locked in, locked in the yeah, because we was in the bathroom in awe of Mr. LL Cool J. Yes, 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 absolutely, absolutely. Uh, One of our intense, vulnerable sister friend conversations. Mm -hmm. And for my audience that don't uh, uh, know what that term is, sister friend, I actually got it from Regina. Um, It's uh, Well, I'll let you explain what sister friend means. So for me, a sister friend is someone that's beyond just a friend, you know, Um, Mm -hmm. and we do things together and we don't just do things together. We share, you know, our innermost secrets. Right. So, you know, we're on this podcast and, you know, I'm giving you my authentic self and you know who I am. Your audience hopefully will get to know a little bit more about me from, you know, by the end of this program. But there are going to always be some things that no one is going to know. Um, You only you and I know because we share those things. Absolutely. And you filled in those gaps where my sisters did it, you know? Yeah, Yeah, Um, you've done that. You've done that for me, too. You've done it for me, yes. So and, and that's where the term came from. Mm-hmm. Sister friend. Um, so um, you're a mother now. How, how, you know, 
tell me about your, your journey to motherhood. Well, my journey to motherhood started with my little brother. Okay. Um, <laughs> so yeah. again, you know, I talked about my dad, um, yeah. who had passed away, you know, yeah. um, while I was in high school and, okay. um, as a matter of fact, I was about to graduate high school and, mm-hmm. um, he had a son, um, okay. a, little, a little, a little son. He was three at the time, I believe. Okay. And, you know, of course, my dad and I were really, really close. And you yes. know how some people say, oh, you know, she's a daddy's girl. But, you know, my dad had daddy's girls and daddy's boys. Like, he yes. was that type of dad. Yes. And so um, he had passed away. And... um you know, we, we had this little boy just, you know, roaming around or whatever. Yes. And so I'm off living my life and, you know, yes. doing the things that I wanted to do. And they said, um, and um, um, I get uh, summoned to my grandma's house. And mm-hmm. my grandma says to me that your dad left your little brother to you in the well. Wow. And so he did what? <laughs> like, why me? I don't have any children. Like everybody yeah. else, all of my other siblings have children. Like, like, do you guys know what my life is like? Like, all I do is party and work and party and work. Wow. <laughs> okay. 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 Wow. I mean, like, I mean, how did you feel? Were Were you nervous? Were I wasn't nervous. I wasn't afraid. I was a little annoyed, to be honest with you. At first, I was a little annoyed. And, you know, um, in full transparency that, um, you know, my dad had passed away from AIDS. Um, okay. And it was a battle. And my brother's um, um, mother, she had him. And, you know, in the will, it was like, upon her death, like, you got to keep this kid. And okay. Okay. she died a year after my dad. Um okay. She had a sister and his godmother, and there was a, and it wasn't about what I was going to do. I was a little annoyed because, one, you know, I don't have children, right? And two, you could have chosen anybody, right? Um, And three, and I think three is also one, you left me to battle, to fight other people for a kid that we don't even know. Okay. 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 Because first you had to fight the mother and then you had to fight the aunt and then you had to fight the godmother and it was a battle for about six years. Wow. Wow. My grandmother was in this mix. My father's mother, she was in this mix and, you know, eventually I got him and um, it was difficult. It was difficult um, to love him. And, and, you know, in all honesty, it was difficult to love him because one, he was a product of my dad and my dad is not here. And his mother who supposedly introduced my dad to drugs that, you know, eventually took him out. And so, um, yeah. And, and, and I grew to love him and he was my brother and then he became my son. Okay. Yes. You know? yes. And there yes. was a process when I had to grow to love him. And, and I think that I always did love him, but I yes. couldn't say it because one, I was still mourning my dad. 
Um, two, I was angry that it had to be me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But yeah. I ultimately knew that it couldn't be anybody else and that it was my responsibility, right? Yes. Um, and yes. I was going to honor that. And yes. it wasn't easy because he was bad. He okay. was one of those kids that throw rocks at cars, curse you out, wow. you know, wow. invite you to his privates. And he was only five. Only five years old. And how old were you? I had to be about 22. Wow. Wow. That, that's a lot. The 22, you still don't know who you are. I yeah. had to be about 22. Yeah. 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 And like you said, we were, we were doing it. We were doing it at that. We age. were doing it. Yeah. We were doing it. Yeah. And, yeah. and yeah. And I was, you know, I was just doing my own thing. And, um, and so it was a real battle. And, yeah. you know, and then um, eventually one of the guys that I had met when we were partying at the Zinza bar and stuff, turns out yeah. that his sister lived building. Okay. And we were over there for Thanksgiving and, um, and we met. And he's like, hey, what are you doing? And, and then we started dating. And, um, <laughs> okay. And, that, and this is my journey into motherhood. Okay. And okay. We started dating, and you know, he was there with me and my brother. You know, he was okay. he was helping me with me and my brother, and he was like so loving and nurturing all of these things. And then now, I'm looking down the barrel of 27, and I'm like, if okay. I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it now. If I'm gonna have kids, I'm gonna have them now. Yes. And yes. We talked about it, and we did that, and okay, um, and I had my son, and. Okay. Now I have my son and I have my little brother and I have my son and my little brother and all of my nieces and nephews, right? Because my, my children are the youngest of my mom's grandchildren because I was the last one to have children. Okay. Okay. Um, and then, you know, my older brother has some more kids, but my daughter is the youngest granddaughter for a very long time. They were the youngest. Yes. And so okay. we were always around my nieces and nephews and them, and they were always around. Like I said, growing up, we were really a tight knit family. Yeah. And so my son was spoiled. Sean was spoiled. Everything yes. that we do, we did it as a family and all of these yes. things. But when yes. they were home, um, you know, they were alone. Sean was getting older. He spent a lot of time with my nieces and nephews, you know, they're teenagers and stuff. And my son was getting, um, lonely so I decided you know it's time to go back to the well <laughs> and that's when you had your daughter when I had my daughter yes okay. and um, okay okay and and so now, it wasn't easy because in between that me and dad weren't really getting along <laughs> okay. and I wasn't of the thought that you you know we're going to work it out for these kids that I wasn't of the thought right okay um, and it's like, for me, it was either it is or it isn't because I was always taught to let a man be a man, you know? Okay. okay. Um, and what do you mean by that? So, you know, when, when you have a man, you know, there are things that men are supposed to do, provide, yes. protect, you know, um, profess, do all of those things. Be, you're the head of the household. And when I say provide, it doesn't mean 
you know, you spend all your money, make sure we got yeah. this side and third, but you know, provide and protect means to make sure that we are safe in every sense of the word. And yes. from I think maybe my son was probably about 18 months or so. Mm-hmm. And I I began to feel unprotected. Okay. I didn't, I didn't feel it's as safe anymore. You didn't feel it safe anymore with, with him. With um your with him, your dad, right. Okay. okay. I didn't okay. you know feel safe anymore. Okay. Um, and I tried and tried and tried and tried and joy was born and you know we kept trying and the minute I felt like he was the reason I felt unsafe. I knew that it was done, but I had to really be strategic about how I was going to end this because I have three children now. (laughs) Yes. Okay. Okay. And, and and I appreciate your honesty. I appreciate. So Um, it wasn't, go ahead. um, No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. I want you to finish your thought. Yeah, so, and I had to be very strategic about how that was going to be. You know, I didn't want it to be, you know, chaotic. I didn't want it to be, you this, that, and the third. And, you know, we talked about it for a while, and it was like, you know, I'm not going nowhere. You got to get it in it. And then I decided, okay, um, it's got to stop. I talked to my mom and my stepdad about it. And they were like, you know, if you ever need to come home, you know, come home. And okay. before I decided I was going to, you know, come on home, you know, that dude had decided he was gone too. So that pretty much worked out the way because I had a plan. Like if yes. this was going to happen and yes. he wasn't provided and I'm not going to, you know, take that away from him. I yes. needed to find a way to provide for me and my children. So that meant that. I needed to go back to school. I needed to go back to work and I need to get back on my grind because, you know, before him, I was, I was on my grind. You know that like there wasn't a time that I couldn't take care of myself or anybody that was under, you know, um, my wing. And so I had to get back to that. And so, and that's what I did. Um, And go ahead. How, how did you, well, let me go back. Um, me, I know my difficulty with becoming a mother was I, you, you know, my fear was being a single mom. That, that mm-hmm. has always been. And, um, you, you know, it, it, it's, it's an emotional thing. You know, my, my dad wasn't, you know, in the household. And I right. watched, although my mom did it, you, you know, but I watched her emotionally struggle in relationships. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want that to be me. Right. Um, did it take a toll on you when um, you and your ex, you know, decided to part ways? Did it did it take a toll? It did. But and so and the reason why I said I had to prepare myself for what was coming and that was for me to get mentally strong because I knew I love this man, you know, and I knew that this man decided he was going to up and leave me with these children. It would have broke my heart. I knew that. Right. Because you wanted to work so, so bad. But I also knew that walking away, it would hurt too, you know? Um, And so I had to get my mind right. Right. And I had to, you know, 
tell my heart to be quiet because you know your heart will deceive you. Yes, that's true. That's I true. had to tell my heart to be quiet, right? Because I love that man. I still love that man. You know, okay. he gave me two beautiful children and he helped raise my brother. So, yes. you know, you can't take that away from him at all. No, um, not at all. So it, you know, some things doesn't all, the relationships don't always work. And they don't, yes. you know, you don't have to walk away in chaos, right? And yes. that's not what it was. And so, yes. and I had, and you and I had that conversation about um, being raising kids as a single mom, and, yeah. and and that was very strategic too. I told you the first thing I did was I called my mom and my stepdad. Yeah. One, you know, they were my support system, and I knew that if I was going to do this, I was going to put my children in a village like yes. the village that had raised me. Okay. Because that village has been gone away with our generation and the yeah. crack epidemic and all of those things, right? Yes. So that village has dissipated. Yes. Um, but I knew that if I was going to be successful as a parent and my children were going to have a shot at really, really being um, raised in an environment where they can grow up and be good citizens, yes. Um, yes. I was going to have to provide a village and and you did well with that you did well you did very you did very well with that you know um because they're they're beautiful kids um they both went off to college hbc mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. historical black college university um was there my next question to you was is what was there any at any point was there any fear um, doing this alone because dad was not in the household anymore. No, there wasn't any fear. And I say this one, because I grew up in a very religious house, although, at, you know, me becoming an adult re- had me realize that religion and spirituality are two totally different things. And I transformed into someone spiritual. And also I knew that there was never fear inside that village. You know, we always talked about the village people who would be nosy and tell our mothers things and so on and so forth. But we always relied on that village for security. Right. We knew that when we were coming home from parties, you know, four o'clock, five o'clock, six o'clock in the morning, if the drug dealers wasn't out there. Yes. The people looking out the window were our security. Yes, that's right. You're absolutely right. Right. That was, that so was, if anything was happened to me coming in that building and a lot of nights, you know, yeah. three o'clock, four o'clock in the morning, you know, we you would stay at my house, right? And yeah. you leave to go home in the morning. Or we would just go out to eat and wait till the sun come up and you would leave to go home in the morning. But yeah. either way, the minute we step foot on that island, Yes. On that peninsula, you know, because people. Yes. Yeah, that's what we call it, the p- peninsula. The, the peninsula <laughs> yes. We yes. knew we were safe. Yes. And even I, from the, the minute we stepped off that train station all the way down, because you lived past me. All yeah. You were, we were safe because there was a village. And yeah. so inside that village, there was never fear growing up. We were okay. invincible inside that village. Right. Um, you. You, yes. you, you say something to me, do something to me. You got to come to 31st street and it's yes. going to be on and popping. 
Yes, absolutely. 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 Right. So um, I was going to give my children that same security. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Um, uh, um, you know, let me ask the, the question again. Um, what, you know, the, the, what I'm looking for, were you scared doing it alone, being a single mother, being a single mother no. because dad wasn't no. there? No. no. And like oh. I said, because one, I, I made up my mind that I was going to provide a village. And that yes. village meant men and women, right? Yes. That village okay. meant that, um, and it wasn't about another relationship, you know, okay. another uh physical or sexual relationship with another man to raise my children. It was okay. about building relationships, right? Yes. My, yes. My, my son's godfathers, my daughter and godmothers and godfathers, you know, um, the neighbors next door who said, wow, these kids are well-mannered and, you know, well-behaved and, you know, we got to make sure that they succeed, you know? Um, Absolutely. All of those things. So, and even though, you know, I was dating and all of those other things, it, none of those dating scenarios were going to be serious until yes. I could sit down and have a conversation with my children about yes. what that situation was and yes. it. And, yes. but, Okay. And not even but. And they could always rely on the village, even if that didn't happen. Good. And don't get Good. me wrong, dad, yeah. dad was there. He just yeah. didn't live with us, you know? Yeah. Dad yeah. was there for some time. And then, yeah. you know. Um, if you what what let me ask, what what have you learned being a mother? What have you learned? Well, what are what what are some things that you have learned being a mother that you can share to um, another mother, you, you know, a new mother, whether she is, you know, in her 40s or if she is, you, you know, uh, a young, you know, mother, you know, 18 or 16 or 25, what would you, you know, what wisdom would you share with them? Um, I think the most important thing is, you know, you're, you're their mother, right? Okay. And so, um, I say it doesn't matter you know, what you do, right? So you could be a teacher, <laughs> yes. you know, you're the mother who's a teacher, mm -hmm. you know, you could yes. be a stripper, you're the mother, yes. Who's a stripper, right? And yes. being being the mother is who you are. You know, teaching is what you. Mm -hmm. Whether you know it or not, you were already born to have that kid when mm -hmm. you were birthed with your mother, right? Yes. When your mother was birthed from her mother, it's yes. already destined. Yes. So whatever that circumstance is, you're still that child's mother, and then yes. everything else. Right. Yes. And don't yes. be afraid of what kind of mother you're going to be because the child will dictate that to you. Right. Okay. I have two children. I'm not the same mother to my son that I am to my daughter. And not, it's not because either one of them have a favor um, that either one of them my favorite. But if you ask them, he'll say she's the favorite. And if you okay. ask her, she'll say he's the favorite, which means I think I did something good if both of them think that each other is the favorite, right? Okay. I think okay. There's a balance, right? Yes, um, there's a balance. Yes. 
Yes. And so um, each child needs something different and you have to be that for them. Yes, I get it. You I know, I get it. I so, definitely get it. My, you know, and raising a black son, there is something so like so intimate about that in, in this yes. society. You know, there was something so intimate about that. And don't get me wrong. I am so in love with my children that, you know, sometimes it pains me that I can't even protect them any longer. Right. Mothers say how they can't wait till these kids get, get, you know, older. It doesn't get easier. No, that this is what I hear. It It doesn't get easier. Especially yeah. for a black son, and, yes. and, and and not even just a and a black daughter, because you know they are the second most wanted in the world. We yes. are black women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, that was going to be one of my questions. You know, since you brought it up, um, with all of this violence against black lives, men women, young men, young women, um, you know, teenagers. Um, what is your fear for your children? And, and, and what is your hopes and, and, and dreams and wishes for them? Um, first and foremost, I just want them to be spiritually guided. Um, yes. Citizens of the world. Um, yes. I want them to be heard um, and not just necessarily seen, right? Because when they see you, they see black first. Yes. You know, and then when you, when you, when they open their mouth, they're like, oh, you know? Yes. You know, they're surprised. So, you know, um, and then I just want, and and I explain to them all the time, you know, because especially our black and brown, you know, youngsters, they believe that freedom is free. And I've been, and, you know, imploring my children to understand that freedom costs. There is a cost for freedom. And, you know, everybody comes to America because it's free and they don't understand um, the chains that we are under. Um, Absolutely, you, I, I would. I would definitely agree with that. And Absolutely. I have to tell them use wisdom because freedom. You know, Absolutely. Um, yeah, yeah, it comes with yes. You know, and understand yeah. just because right. you know know something don't mean doesn't mean you have to say it, right? I, I would agree. I would. I would definitely agree with that. People, places, and things, and even black yes. people, because every skin folk ain't kin folk. You know? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, I heard I, I first heard that saying from Al Sharpton. Um uh just because the person is of your color, that does not mean they're of your kind. Right. So I, ne- I never forgot that. Yes, absolutely. I, I always say your black ain't my black. <laughs> yes. <laughs> absolutely. I would I would agree. Um do uh because I know I've been with you when your children from your job, the, the after school program, um, they look at you as a mother figure. You look at them as your children because you know every child, you know their name, you know their grade. They, you know, um, I've walked down the street with you and they were like, Miss Regina, Miss Regina, um, because you have a love and a passion for what you do. And, um, you, you know, are there times when you have to sit down with parents 
and you, you know like you know give them a little guidance because you know you may see that they you know they may need that they may be struggling with motherhood so you know do are there times you have to do that and I mean is it often it 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 is um, okay. And let me say it is often, but it's not often enough. I think that, you know, okay. it should be done more and it should be done by more people. And when you say, okay. you know, me being a director of a program, you know, I, I say this is a position where black men should be. Right. Um, yes. And you you spoke to me about that about. before. Yes. Right. And so um, having those conversations with parents, it's always, you know, surrounded about the fact that, you know, we birth babies, we raise adults. Absolutely. Let me say that again. Yes. We birth babies, we raise adults. Raise adults. So yes. we have to begin with the end in mind. Okay. Okay. What is the end of you? You know, your parenting look like for this kid? Yes, absolutely, absolutely. And a lot of times, it just starts by listening, right? Yes. And in 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 watching and yes. watching. You know, a lot of times when 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 I'm talking to these kids and they say, "How you know that?" and I'm like, "I pay attention to you. I pay yeah. attention to you because I care." Okay. Okay. You know. That makes sense. And that's, and, and that's a great thing. Yes. Yeah. That, that's that's wonderful. That's a great thing, you know. Um, and 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 I know, you know, we've shared um, you know, about your, you know, your, you know, your, in your line of work that you have had employees in the past that, you know, weren't there because they they love those children. They they're mm-hmm. they're not passionate and you had no problem getting rid of them. Right. You know, yes. I have no problem getting rid of, rid of them after we have a conversation yes. about what's important, right? Yes, um, absolutely. And these are not UPS boxes. These, this, these are not consumables, right? Yes, these are yes. Even human beings that are one day is going to rule the world. And whether yes. you like it or not, and, you know, believe me, Fortune 500 companies, all of those people, they don't run the America. Social yes. social servants run America. Civil servants yes. run America, and you Absolutely. you know they point at them. They never going to be anything except your mailman, yes. except your train driver, except yes. your social security worker. Yes, absolutely. Except that person that presses the button for your food stamps and Medicaid. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You understand? So yes. every one of us has a job to do and I let my children know that I am investing my time my energy and my love because I'm expecting a return on my investment and that return has everything to do with you coming back whether you're a police officer uh you know a teacher even if you even if you a bottle picker you know but you yeah. understand that you are here to yes. help somebody else, to help somebody else, to help yes. somebody else. I'm yes. proud of you. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Wow. That that is wonderful. That is that is wonderful. Um and even I, and let me just say yes. You know, yes, for those people do. who are not 
um, meant to work with children. And not only do I get rid of them, you know, I offer them another place to work. I don't ever want to take food out of yeah. people's mouths. Let me yes. give that disclaimer. <laughs> um, yes. And for good people, you know, let me help you get in UPS. Let me help yes. you, yes. you know, get to the post yes. office. You know, whatever that yes. may be. But just please don't work with any more kids. Kids and 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 you know, although I'm not a mom, but I know those mothers and other mothers that may not have children in your program, they they appreciate that that you you know they they want people you know working there that are going to give the same love and and, and attention and, and nurturing um, and rearing that they're doing. They want to they want you know to feel that their children are safe in, in, you know, in your facility, in your care. So, yeah. First and foremost, yeah. but you know what, yeah. human beings, that's all we want first. First yes. and foremost, we got to feel safe. That's right. That's right. You're absolutely. And when we feel safe, we thrive. And, yeah. you know, when we feel safe and we are nurtured and we are loved and we were exposed and all of those things, we thrive. And, you know, I may not have been put on this earth to become vice president or president or doctor or whatever, but my time here on this earth has to mean something for somebody else. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's here for me. Absolutely. Absolutely. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Um, I, I, I think that you answered all my questions, Bestie. You answered all my questions. Um, I am hoping that, you know, with this episode, you know, once I share it, that it can be a help to any mother, whether you're 16 or, you know, you're 45, I'm, I'm hoping that can be a help, you know, to them. Um, cause you know, that's what I want to do with my platform, you know, educate and, and, and inform mm-hmm. you. you Right. Just as you, you know, um, my podcast will never be a, a gossip podcast sharing, you know, the, the latest celebrity. You no, know, um, we have always been about educating and informing people. Mm-hmm. So um, um, if that's not something you're interested in, then my podcast is, is not for you. I'm sorry. That's that's the only thing that I can, you know, say to you know, um, all my listeners that um, if you, if you want to learn something, um, you want to be informed, this is, you know, my podcast. So, I mean, I, I want to say thank you. Thank you for granting me, you know, time because we both lead very busy life. Yours is, is always more busier than mine's, you, you know, um, because you work with children and there's always some, you know, something going on, you know, um, at the center so you know and then when you come home you wind down you know so thank you thank you for you know granting me me. you know this hour i i appreciate it thank you um so much and um i hope this will not be the last time we speak on my podcast um because you are full of information and um you know although we're here in new york city um you never know who may be interested in relocating to New York and they just need to know what services that we offer here. You know, we're very lucky. We live in such a, a liberal and progressive city. Yeah. So, uh, I say thank you. Thank you for sharing 
your journey to motherhood, your relationship with your mother, um, and your relationship to your your children at your program. And I appreciate it. I love you to pieces. And I love um, you more. Yes. And um, thank you everyone for listening. I hope you will enjoy this episode on motherhood. And um, we're signing off. All right. All right. Good night. Good night.